Yo, what's good? It's your girl, Wilhelmina Jones, a.k.a. The Empress Raw, checking in live right now for another episode of Straight Raw. And I have some lovely ladies in the bitty with me this evening, so go ahead and introduce yourselves to the people. Hey, it's your girl, Shea Bay in the building. Hello, everyone. It's your girl, Kyla, a.k.a. Kai-Kai. And the lovely Zoe Clark. Uh, yes, yes. Black girl magic. It, definitely in the bitty. So thank you guys so much for stopping by. And of course, we have so many hot topics to get into. Um, last week we weren't here because it was the Grammys weekend. And so I was in LA for the Grammys. And just to start from there... I could be real with y'all because basically, you know, we keep it straight raw on this podcast and I can just, you know, talk to y'all about my experiences and everything um, that I'm going through. So going to L.A., usually L.A. is my favorite city outside of being from Miami, um, Atlanta and New York. I love L.A. But I went out there for Grammys weekend, and I did not have the best time out there. I will be completely honest. I'm not going to, you know, flex and just act like it was the best trip i ever been on. And what happened was, for Grammys weekend, it's really Hollywood. So if you're not, your tax bracket is not up there, you're not super plugged in, um, it's very limited. And just as far as like uh, media goes covering the Grammys and, and stuff like that, I really can say the representation for, I hate to say urban media or black media journalists. First of all, there's only a few that's selected. And the ones that are selected, it's like once they hit the carpet, I've been hearing complaints about they skip over the black media that's on the carpet and, um, you know, just go straight to the other press. So it's very super bougie up there. So what I learned that weekend is just like, you have to keep networking. You have to keep getting your plugs up to really sit in those rooms and be with those people. Cause the Grammys is not like BT awards. BT is for black entertainment for the black entertainers. So, Grammys that weekend, I'm going to tell you right now, boy, if your tax bracket is not up, if you're not super plugged in, like, you're not going to just be able to just get into all the, you know, A-list um, events and stuff like that. So I didn't have the best time, but I, you know, I learned um, from just being up there and hopefully next year, you know, it'll be a better year, but overall, um, I still love L.A., but also something crazy happened while I was there that weekend. I was, you know, I was kind of disappointed because I wanted to network more and be plugged in. And, and I, I wasn't able to do that like I wanted to. But then um, the Sunday before I left, Kobe Bryant passed away and he died in a helicopter crash with. Seven, or is it seven or eight other, eight other, eight other um, victims, including his daughter, Gigi. And that was so heartbreaking and devastating. 
um, how this just kind of happened out of the blue. And it just made me realize that, you know, even though I wasn't happy with my experience for the Grammys, that life is not promised. Life is short. So it just made me realize you have to really just, you know, love people, enjoy life. You just never know, you know, when it could be your last moment. And it was so hurtful to be there in L.A. They just went through, you know, Nipsey Hussle, not even a year um, before this happens with Kobe and just out of the blue, he's in a helicopter crash. That's just a tragedy. And um, I was just so sad and I'm still in disbelief. Like, I really can't believe that, you know, this is happen um I see social media how many people were affected and it's just sad because it's like um watching him through the 90s it's like he's our I've been seeing people say he's our generation of our our Jordan of our generation you know and just to see him come out from high school and jump straight in the league like he really changed the game he's really iconic he's really a legend and just to see his life at 41 years old just taken away that really um was so sad and it just made me realize also that you know you may have issues and stuff like that but it's not as deep like just imagine losing your husband and a child like at the same time or even the other victims um you know it was like the parents and the child. So it's only two siblings left in that family. So it was so heartbreaking. Um, how did you guys feel about that whole situation? Um, I would say that I definitely think that he was a very inspirational man, um, not just in the league for different um, young men coming up, but in, you know, that are currently in the league but I definitely would say just an inspiration to anybody in general with his work ethic I felt like it in a way it felt like you know how when there's icons and there's just certain people that you feel like they're never gonna die like they're gonna mm-hmm. outlive you like you know like Whitney you just Houston, never no imagine. one expected yeah. that Michael, um, Jackson. Michael Jackson and stuff like that so I think it was a shocker to the world because no one expected that legend to be gone um, and it did bring the time down, especially coming into the new festivities of the Super Bowl, people were kind of like, you know, still a little down by it. Mm-hmm. And I think it's something that's going to take a while to recover from. But I would say, though, you know, I am happy to know that, you know, he passed away doing something he likes to do, which is being a dad. And his daughter wasn't alone. She was with one of not saying that he's her only favorite person, but she was with somebody that, you know, was able to be there during a time that was, you know, it's, Mm -hmm. you know, something is going wrong. So I think that, you know, it's comforting that it's comforting that those two souls are together for internal life. Um, And I do say the prayers go out to him and his family. And I hope that people can kind of just respect their grieving. Um, Just like with Lauren London, you know, like it's a hard time. And I know a lot of people have been doing conspiracies and just like doing too much. And I think with social media, it's very hard to grieve because you have a constant reminder. Like they're gone, they're gone, they're gone. Mm -hmm. And I think that it should just um, be a time where we just remember him but also respect him and respect his family and respect his daughter um and just acknowledge her too because i know this that 
not just her, but also the people that's involved. We kind of did get caught up with, yes, Kobe's gone, but there's other people that lost their lives. And, you know, we pray for them as well. Absolutely. It's just been, um, I was actually there. I went that Sunday to the Staples Center, and the Grammys actually was going on the same time where people, once they found out the news, they started to just gather outside the Staples Center because that's basically where his career was for the last 20 years. And, you know, people were just drawn to go out there and just um, start a memorial for him. So just to be there and a part of that, it was just crazy. And I I saw grown men, you know, crying. Like my own brother, you know, I cried like, but just seeing men, like, grown men just crying about um, this tragedy is very touching to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I think for me, I watched Kobe growing up, and he was older than us, but he was still very young, like, accomplishing his goals. And I remember him dating Brandy for a mm-hmm. short minute before he married Vanessa. And it was just really cool to watch him, like, achieve his dreams. For me, it was a little difficult because, like you said, a year to the date, we had just dealt with Nipsey. Not a year. It was a year. Nipsey had just left the Grammys, and then... um uh, like his death was the end of March, like a month later. The last major yeah, thing been a year, you, has been almost April. A, April will be a year, right? Okay. So it's like kind of eerie, you know, that around the same time, like like you said, that the dealing with the same thing. For me, at least we could blame someone for Nipsey, right? Like we had someone to say that guy did it. For Kobe, it was different because we can't really blame anyone, so to speak. It's just something really unfair that happens to somebody we love. Mm-hmm. So that was a difficult part for me. But it is dope. He was a girl dad. That's becoming a thing that people are starting to focus on, like how much girls need their father. And I think that that is really dope out of all of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's just a sad time because um, I'm not even going to lie to you. Like, I'm a really big Heat fan. True. So I come from the perspective of like watching, you know, D Wade go against Kobe and just feeling just like, man, like, you know, seeing the Lakers play the Heat. Yeah, he and was raw. Kobe, he was so <laughs> raw. And I didn't want to say it because, you know, I'm a Heat fan. I'm just like, man, Kobe, I can't stand him. You know, he, he always getting in the way of the championship. Da, da, da. But looking back on it, like, he was just one of those players that you really just could not deny not. the talent mm-hmm. and just just everything was epic about him, the way he played, just the way he carried himself. When he when he was in when he was in that game, he was in it to win. And that's one thing I could really take away from his time here in on this planet is that those forty one years watching watching him play just showing you that basically one go after your dreams do what mm-hmm. you love because basketball you could tell was just it was a gift of his but he really loved it his passion it was his passion and second like when you're doing something tunnel vision mm-hmm. because he had many friendships with different nba players but when he played them when he was their ain't opponent, no friend ain't no friends he had the mamba mentality yes um, is you know <laughs> what they call it and it's basically like you know you go out there and strike like don't be scared no fear and um i thought that was pretty amazing um the legacy that he's leaving behind even though it's so unfortunate he was just 
about to be Hall of Fame. He had the night before just congratulated LeBron for um, passing him and scoring. That was his actual last tweet and stuff. He was congratulating. So it's just like, you know, he really passed the torch. And um, it's just so unfortunate. It's been a week later, but it's still so fresh and so new. It's still so unbelievable. And um, I've just been seeing the beautiful tributes and, you know, highlights. And he was really special. And he's definitely going to be even bigger now. Yes, he lived in his purpose. I feel like that's Mm -hmm. important. Uh, We, you know, as just being children of God, that we're also inspiring and, and motivating and uplifting others. And I think one thing that I would say special that came out of his passing is just people understanding there's more to them and that they should strive to achieve more because I know I kind of reflected too and kind of was like am I doing enough like why am I laying down right now you need to get up you need Mm -hmm. to do something so I think you know that has allowed others to think the same way too like are we doing enough are we living for today you know are we are we achieving everything that we have our hopes and our dreams to do because Mm -hmm. I feel like at the end of the day yes he did die young but just imagine all those famous people or just anybody in your life that's passed young and would have never got to achieve the things that they got to achieve. Like kind of like when you think of Juice World, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like at least he got to achieve something that he knew was his, the like the hiatus of his success, which is becoming an artist and becoming mainstream where other people can embrace his music as well. So I feel like that's important when we live, like make sure we're always going after what we would like to see or what would be our are like basically what's success to us and mm-hmm. not just settle to leave this earth without achieving that. So I think that was a good thing that came out of his death, like for people to reflect on what they're doing as, you know, they go through life. Yeah, it was just killing me, man, because it's like, you know, with his daughter being so young, um, 13, and they were actually headed to the practice, practice um, the Mamba, what is Ma- Mamba Academy? Is that what it was called? Yeah. Oh, it was a game they were headed to, and they also had um the some victim the some of the victims also were players mm-hmm. on the team, and just to see like I feel like them being robbed of their future, you know, mm-hmm. because he was training um the daughter, and she just looked so raw, like you know she was really mm-hmm. gonna. She said she was gonna take on the legacy. So. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that really broke my heart to see and just thinking about them in those final moments, like, what are you thinking? You see tragedies in front of you. So that broke my heart every time I thought about that, like, gosh, like, you know, did he get to hold her before? Like, you know, it just really wrecked my brain to just think about those moments and knowing, like, you know. Yeah, it's just a reminder that Mm -hmm. um, just... it's sad that it takes death to just kind of remind you that your problems are minuscule. Like, I really, like, I know that we live life and sometimes we can get caught up in what we're doing and sometimes we feel like we're not doing enough and sometimes we're hard on ourselves and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, it's like, do what you love, live your life. Work hard. Go Work after your hard, dreams. Love your family. Mm-hmm. Love your friends. Make sure they know that. Give them their roses. I'm telling smell you, them. it's such a blessing to go to get in your car, to get on a plane, to travel, and make it back home safely. So, mm-hmm. guys, just count your blessings. 
that's all and this really mm-hmm. reminded me that it's such an upset but this this is just a constant reminder that we don't know when our time is and we just got to be prepared and we got to make sure enjoy we it love while we're here while we're here yeah yeah okay well going on um to the next topics that's been happening we just actually had the super bowl here in miami um this past weekend uh what a weekend what a weekend baby all i can say is i'm glad it's over now (laughs) go home out of towners y'all messing up our traffic and because we're not going to talk about how I got stuck on the downtown exit for like 45 minutes. Oh, my gosh. So thanks, guys. Thanks, out of <laughs> Appreciate y'all for coming. But, yeah, you ain't got to go home. But um, got to get the hell out of here. <laughs> nah, but um, let's see. Super Bowl experience was it was pretty cool. I, my motto was, if it ain't free, it ain't me. <laughs> so I was very happy. Actually, I was surprised because... Um, where I went, I went to Cameo on the beach with Ross and Diddy. They had a party there. And then Saturday, I went to um, Welcome to Miami concert. And I really enjoyed it. And I and I only had to pay $15 for parking, so I was appreciative Ooh. of that. Yeah, because <laughs> everything was inflated, like... Mm-hmm. Listen, man, the clubs, yo, the clubs was a hundred dollars to get into like regular when the clubs normally be $20. It was lit, but it's always lit. So I mean, I just feel as a local, like, I feel like it was a lot harder for us to try to spend that type of money. Cause this is my thing. Like Mm -hmm. I'm not going to spend a thousand dollars to get in the cafe iguanas when that I know you normally cafe get into for- <laughs> maybe that's just my personal opinion guys but but you know people was coming out to get chose and you oh, know to, yes. to ball out yes. I, you know, <laughs> there's a motive behind the madness yeah people Listen, was out here plotting said- and it ain't it won $40 this weekend. You know, the prices went Plaz up. Video? Yes, I thought about that. Plies was like, oh, you I know, gotta check him out. I know some of y'all disappointed Shout now. Plies because this man What did he hilarious. say for the people that I did know, not see it? What he said? He said, I know y'all that came down here with y'all little hot coochie and stuff like that, thinking <laughs> that, you know, y'all prices went up and stuff. And that's what happened. You overvalued. The coochie, so y'all end up not making nothing, and y'all went home. You know, why <laughs> you giving your little home so you girl attitude, and you know you just mad, and you sitting in the hotel room no. by yourself. I was just seeing a lot of memes <laughs> that said that if you come to Miami with your friends, you're leaving not being friends. Like, so what is it about Miami that makes it's, people like go back with so beef? Crazy? <laughs> <laughs> 12 bitches in a room first of all so sharing one bathroom and one bed so basically you know they go to hating each other they miserable they mad so i, I guess they mad you, you know, didn't talk to that guy to get them in that booth all that all <laughs> you know, that blocking situations you know um you know <laughs> friends leaving friends behind when they can't get into the section yeah. <laughs> No, but do you feel like do you leave her and take it take it for the team or do you just you say nah we're, I mean, we're good we're good I, you know the thing is the I really feel like understanding and the, the communication. communication needs to be there mm-hmm. it's it's I'm not gonna hate on the situation but my thing is is that if you're gonna leave your friend out in the cold of the section 
then I think a discussion needs to be had, sis. Like, you don't just leave your friend. Like, if it's five of y'all and four of y'all can get in, y'all going to leave that one friend? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Somebody might wow. have to stay back. <laughs> no type of loyalty. See, that's why they fall no out. Type of, no that's type why they of... fall out because they like, Mm-mm. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? That's that's on that's on you, baby. It ain't it ain't on me. But um, <laughs> what you said? We brought it up. Yeah, Munch said we brought it up. With what? <laughs> I don't know. Talk about you know leaving that friend behind because you like look don't get money. And I, listen, <laughs> if a, if a conversation is had before ahead of time, like every every woman for themselves, then okay, it's it's no pressure. But if if it's like if we're here in Miami. First of all, especially I don't understand it's those out of towners who yeah. don't know Miami. Like y'all come down here, y'all. It's like y'all don't know the city. It's like y'all can't be just hopping in any nigga car or just going anywhere. Like you know, you got sex trafficking, all that type of shit. Listen, so, they built different from down here because I saw on Channel Seven News yet again somebody got hit up for a Rolex watch. But did we not talk about and this? We warned them. We warned them. We warned them. They thought. Uh, uh, Last podcast, they think it's them. sweet. You feel me? So they came down here and stuff, and the men trying to trick off, and they don't know mm. these are different breed. There ain't no sex trafficking going on here, baby. Oh, y'all, men of wealth, <laughs> please listen to Shay as I speak. Don't come down here and invite <laughs> thinking Miami mentality women. Mm-mm. I say this, Miami Uh-oh. mentality women, to your room now. because you're going to get finessed. <laughs> I'm telling you, don't he leave said, your Rolex on the table. On the-, the story said <laughs> that he got drugged. You know, once he had a drink. Oh, that's whatever, the that's the first thing they do. He oh, passed so this out. Is a, he's saying a woman allegedly. Yeah, oh, but this him. happens yes. all the time. You know how many news stories I see on Channel Seven where the guy invites a woman to the room. They wake up. Their oh, Rolex is gone. Their this phone is, is some gone. New stuff. They I've break never heard into of the safe. Mm-hmm. Break into the safe. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Oh, finesse gang not playing. The next finesse gang is not playing out here. Okay. So that's why you got, got to be more careful when you come down here. Pastor Troy said it. What he said? I met this bitch. Mm-hmm. Her nickname was Diamond. Mm-hmm. And she basically robbed him. Mm-hmm. You feel me? For his shit. He fell in love. She gave him some head. Drugged that boy. Took his shit. That Pastor Troy. Vice versa. Oh. Pastor Troy now. Nah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And he said, I met this bitch. Her nickname was Diamond. I'm telling you, it's this whole song about this shit. Yo, it's been happening. It's, it's been, been happening. happening. But so that's why I'm like, they came down here Super Bowl tripping. Think they wasn't going to get got? That's the perfect weekend to do it, to be honest. Because I feel like their inhibitions is low. Like, mm-hmm. they really not even really thinking about it. So I'm not saying I condone it, but it's like, y'all men got to get smarter. Y'all can't. A fat ass and a pretty face gonna get y'all got. I'm telling y'all. And hey, the funny thing is, I've seen, <laughs> seen a couple pictures of the different girls that be doing this stuff, and I'm like, nah. So do you had feel to sorry? So do you? I, then at that point, it's like, do you really feel sorry? Because you know, you kind of got yourself there. Yeah, exactly. Well, so. I mean, it ain't tricking if you got it. You know what I'm saying? Oh, okay. Yeah. Even, I mean, Cardi B said it already too. You know, and every guy she, should know. Don't fall asleep. That's how she used to be getting them. But, you know, it, it's a crazy world out here. I'm just happy nothing crazy as far as sex trafficking or nothing like that. 
that we know of. And the violence, there's no, I didn't hear no violence, no like Mm -hmm. guns, you know, shooting. I've seen a couple violence. Okay, I'm not, okay, I did see something on Twitter that. You know, we gonna get into that a little later, but. But for the most part, it was, you know, it was pretty quiet as long as. Yeah, for the most part, I haven't, First I 48 haven't heard anything type stuff. really crazy <laughs> of such coming out of Super Bowl weekend. But I know that and that's um, good though. the city, it was a good look for the city because I did happen to catch some of the game. And the, the stadium looked amazing. Beautiful. Gorgeous. Like, they, they did, did an amazing job. job. I would definitely um, say that was great. One thing I didn't like, though, was... A lot of the events and everything was like on South Beach and everywhere outside of Miami Gardens. It's like came yeah. in, used the stadium and stuff like that, and didn't really give back to the community. Didn't give back to that. So section, I wasn't yeah. really vibing that part of it. You know, like I didn't think that was cool. You know, um, but I'm pretty sure they made a lot of money. As far oh, yeah, as to- especially on South Beach, oh my god, and it spring was, break when I used to go, it was <laughs> ridiculous though. As far as like, um, the, the prices, um, like of the hotels and stuff, if oh. a hotel was a hundred dollars this weekend, it was five hundred dollars. Shout out to Inside Edition yes. because they do that faithfully every year, going to the hotels and seeing how they hike the price up. Because mm-hmm. I'm telling you, those little motel inns. Oh, yeah. We're charging like five hundred a night, honey. Mm-hmm. I was like crazy. So, but know, if you lit lit, you don't really need a place to stay. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> you're you're right. You're very right. Where they go bathe at? Baby That's all you need. You just need a place where you can get in, clean up, keep yeah. it moving, get in and get out. Mm-hmm. But that's the part I didn't like as far as um. And I would have liked to see. I I also saw an argument about you know they pretty much booked so many celebrities and out of town people and then some artists will be performing three times in one day so yeah shout out to the baby like the four, baby must have been at 15 events yeah, shout like out four to him five performances in one day i was mm-hmm. like how is this man doing this work but and then it's like and stuff with him mm-hmm, but then it's like okay when they do get to the club and perform for 15 minutes and your prices was a hundred dollars again and it's like what yeah i got got this week <laughs> A lot the of baby that. gave us a 20 minute performance and we paid 60 to get it. What time did he get there? He got there at like damn near four and the place closed at four. What? Because he was performing at Shaq's Fun House, which mm-hmm. I, I I knew he was performing there, but I didn't I didn't look at the set times list and that's what I should have done. Um, and realized his set was like at 115 mm-hmm. to 145. And I'm like, Oh, this man really ain't pulling up to after three. So we literally got 15 and 20 minutes of songs. I mean, of course he did a good job, but I was just like, I was over it because I was so tired. I went to work earlier that day, so I was ready to go. And I was like, I'm not losing my money. I might as well stay till he get here. But I was like, I was happy for the variety and artists, you know. Mm -hmm. I saw like Casanova from New York, mm-hmm. and then I seen you know of course Nikki was there. That was nice to see her. She came she back to Instagram good. lit. Yes, Nikki you know, been, so was serving looks all weekend. Shout out to Onika, Tanya. That you know that was just amazing. And then like you know everybody from Florida, of course that we know. Um, but I just like that it was just basically you know Diddy was here, Meek, mm-hmm. Ross. You know you just had all these fun faces that was here, and it seemed like everybody was enjoying themselves, and everybody was. Serving looks and 
I just I just that was love great that for this. Yeah, that was great. You know, the celebrity presence and stuff like that. But um, a lot of people on my timeline, you know, were disappointed. Also, as far as local um, representation, artists yeah. and representation, it's like nobody really they was booked. Yeah, they forgot about Lil Brandon. I mean, not even as far as them being opening acts or anything for mm-hmm. anything that was, you know, going on. The most that I saw really was at the Welcome to Miami concert where you had a slight presence of um, local artists, you know, as opening acts. But outside of that, nothing. Nobody was booked locally. And it's sad because it's like these are the people that come and support your club. Mm-hmm every week when it's not something major and you know right. they're playing their music and everything like that so i think it's you know a disconnect like they still should be playing their music and everything for the people coming out of town but it's like when the out of towners come in they forget about little brandon like yeah it's just yeah i completely agree i feel like it should be a balance mm-hmm. of course th- this is the distinction i want to make for big weekends like that i'm going to be completely honest and it's not that I'm trying to say that local artists are not hot and that they're not producing good content or good music. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is that for a Super Bowl weekend, you have to think about people coming from Michigan, mm-hmm. Detroit, California, mm-hmm. Utah, all over. The world. All over. And they not are they gonna, gonna know come and pay? That's my point. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah. Unfortunately, Susan from from maryland (laughs) it's not gonna come to the super bowl and be Mm -hmm. looking for a local artist Mm -hmm. the people who bring these people out are the the major celebrities that are national or worldwide Mm -hmm. unfortunately that's how it is so what i would have liked to see what you mentioned is the sprinkling of it like if you are gonna have a nikki if you are gonna have a meat mill a ross Mm-hmm. sprinkle in some of the local in between but that. is it because i know some you know um artists they have the choice of picking someone to open for them so necessarily would that become an issue you know what i'm saying like would nikki you know what i'm saying i don't know but like say a local artist did you know like we said they should be sprinkled in there but would that then be a situation with their their you know a-list celebrity i mean i don't think so i think it just depends on maybe the promoter or whatever because i think for the most part a lot of artists when i do talk to them Mm -hmm. a lot of them say like they get paid and they show up a lot of them don't even know the details of the event or what's going to even go on it's maybe if it's their own tour it's Mm -hmm. different but when they're getting paid to show up somewhere it's like this is the amount for this this is the amount for that if you want them to perform this is what they're getting paid they don't care who the yes. hell get on before as long them. As they get they check. Exactly. So it's really up to the promoter or whoever's bringing them out to to fill in the gap. So if they're not putting in those local people, that's really on the promoter. Yeah. So oh, I it's feel like, like at least I the local people the- that has some type of buzz. You know what I'm saying? Because I know like me when I'm in Florida and I'm in the club, some of the music to me is not stuff that I'm familiar with or not what I'm used to. But it's the popping artists of this area and you know i could get into some of the music so i feel like at least do the people that are local artists that do have some type of buzz at least i'm pretty sure somebody florida atlanta somebody in atlanta or somebody knows their music you know and i think that's a way for them to also get some exposure because that's how i 
got hooked mm-hmm. to a lot of different artists. So yeah, be- right, like people like Ball Greasy and Lowy. stuff like that. You know? And that's how I heard about Ball Greasy, just being in the Florida club and them mm-hmm. playing his music, and I liked it. And my sister right. rocks that stuff in um, New York, so I think it, I think I could see why they're upset because yeah. it is a time to get their music that to buzz. different ears. Yeah. That and is they not forget, and they're it. forgotten about. But then next week, then they're gonna want to book them to come back to the same clubs that they did. And I think that's when they should raise that. Wanting them to pay a hundred dollars <laughs> to get in for Super Bowl weekend. But speaking of just performance and stuff like that, the halftime Super Bowl show. How did you guys feel about that? Because I'm gonna tell you the truth. For me, I was very underwhelmed. Um, you know. Shout out to them. Not saying that they didn't do a great job. Shout out to Shakira and J Lo. Like they are icons in the Latin community. But I just feel like honestly, the representation could have been more diverse. It was just two women, you know, Hispanic women, and they're just singing in Spanish and stuff like that. And it's just, it's like if this is the the on the world stage on a um, a major platform i feel like come on how y'all like gonna handle miami artists up there how you not gonna we have international superstars and stuff also from here like we mm-hmm. also have our hometown heroes and everything so you mean to tell me even if they was doing it for like latin community they can put pitbull up there you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, we have people like Flo Rider. He's internationally known. It could have been a situation DJ Khaled and friends. He has a lot of different even my mom celebrities. You know what I'm Which saying? Which is crazy. But to then me. I was also thinking because some people still are with the you know how they feel about the Super Bowl mm-hmm. and us as a community supporting it. So then I was starting to feel like maybe some people didn't want to do it out of just it being just a. Sticky situation to do it from what we came with the Colin Kaepernick yes. situation. Yes, so that's what I was kind of thinking of it as, you know, like eh, you know. Uh, but I do feel like, to be honest, she's fifty years old. She did amazing. She looked great. She looked great. J-Lo. Shakira, Shakira she did a good job. Shaking it, you know what I'm saying. Um, but I definitely do understand that people were looking to see different. A more of a variety. People were saying she didn't even bring out Ja Rule. <laughs> they sang Cardi okay. B song and then Cardi B. Yeah, out. you know what? I just think that I think that is what's missing because the same thing happened in Atlanta last year where people were bringing up Atlanta artists. Like, if you think about all the music that has come out of Atlanta oh my God. to have Maroon 5, and this is no this is Maroon 5, because I love me some Adam Levine. Mm-hmm. Let, let's let's, <laughs> let's start there. Let's be clear. Maroon 5 got some hits okay, now. Let's not. But, <gasps> I'm going to be real, Atlanta has some of the top artists in the game from not even just this era. I was even thinking about like Usher or all these guys, Lil John, like all these people that have come out of that era right. out of Atlanta and not it was big only Big Boy. Boy. Don't I'm about to say Big Boy. It was only At big boy. least though in Atlanta. You see what I'm saying? They had Big Boy. So they had Big Boy in Atlanta. Why my dog Ricky Rose couldn't get up there? You know what I'm saying? Because it's too ethnic. It is too um. What's urban. the what, It's too urban. Let's use the the terms that white people like to use for black. Mm-hmm. nigga um urban and ethnic because the, the the their demographic is mostly white males so it's whatever is going to cater to them they don't care about what we want to watch they want to care about their their base so 
you're not going to see a trick daddy and Trina, unfortunately, because as much as it makes sense, the people who are watching it Somebody don't want to see Somebody said 80,000 people don't want to see. Anybody want a motherfucker? <laughs> <laughs> but I wanted to see it, okay? Of course. I wanted to see Miami it. Garden, this is Miami. Where his restaurant is five minutes you away from the stadium. You You telling me my dog trick daddy dollars, the oh, mayor of Miami man. couldn't even pop out. Like, you feel me? Like, okay. Put some respect we, on we, that man name. City. You mean to tell me that Rose couldn't come out Triple there? Triple C. With the wing stop for everybody? <laughs> Don't love my pepper wings, dog. I'm just like, come on, man. Like, I just no disrespect. No, to that's legit. The Latins, you know, community. But listen, I just yeah. Well, you know, we got left out on the other end too. You know, well, we ain't really get left out, but the the way I think we can kind of bring it home is like. Miami Gardens may have been left out on the, how you say it, the halftime performance. Mm -hmm. But on the back end, I know it was a lot of uproar about Miami Gardens, nothing being done, right? We already brought that up. But at the same time, you had stuff like caterers, local businesses that also benefited from that. Like, think about it, that in that vicinity, Lorna's mm -hmm. restaurant, they had to benefit True. from that. You had a lot of people, like when the Super Bowl comes in town, they have to get a lot of this stuff local. Mm -hmm. So printing flyers, printing T-shirts, um, catering, lot a lot of, lot of stuff trickle, trickle back to the local mm -hmm. business. But my girl Nadej Green um, actually wrote an article in uh, Miami Herald talking about how the city of Miami Gardens pretty much was snubbed and was left out. But... You know, we're going to release some stuff on Trap and he did about it. But, you yeah, y'all make sure y'all check that out, too, if y'all want to hear more about yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, it's like I think we got to kind of, like, bring it in the hole. And I, I will say this is, like, the Super Bowl host committee, they had to apply, right? It was a host committee that applied from here. That means it's people who are born and raised from here. And the main people who was in that host committee are Hispanic. Hmm. The people who were in executive positions were Hispanic. The people who were in uh, assistant VP positions were black, right? So then you had people who was like, like people like my girl Anisha with Shookin' and Jivin' Restaurant, um, Juanita's Kitchen Catering, which she also owns, was a part of the Super Bowl. You had local artists like the Harden Project, jazz band, but they were, you know, uh, they they benefited from it, you know. You had the uh, the local um, union production union. They didn't bring nobody from out of town. They had over over five hundred people. Mm -hmm. They had to get hired, you know, because I'm in production. I know, but my boy he was working. So a couple of people I know was working. So I think on that end is like where we got to kind of like refocus and kind of look like, hey, we got money this weekend. You know, True. it was just it just may have not been in the performance wise, but it was a lot of money. Like for instance. Um, the city of Miami Gardens need to be commended because they put up money to for artists to be seen. Even mm -hmm. though it was it was the A list artists, but they did put something out for the local artists with they Ted even Lucas. Even try to fix the roles and stuff. Yeah, out here, you know? Ted Lucas did Superfest. Okay, you okay. get what I'm saying. So that was him. so that was all Miami. That wasn't funded by the NFL. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And then also we got to separate. You know, a lot of other things got done, like Nike donated uh, fields. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, was that for Trash Power? They did, they did, they redid, renovated Trash Power. Adidas, that was amazing. Adidas renovated 
Edison, Falut, and Adidas did another school. Mm-hmm. So I think that's kind of how we kind of got to look at it. You know what I mean? It's like, hey, we did get a lot of renovations, a lot of things like that that we needed. So there was definitely benefits. It is some up, some uh-huh. upside. I'm not going to say that. Everything. Yeah, Miami so Gardens, the back end we didn't see. Okay. We, the back end we didn't see. But Miami Gardens definitely got snubbed. I will say that. Okay. Well, that um, thank you for clearing yeah. that up much. And that's good to know. I think that's amazing. And I think, um, especially what you were saying with um, Hispanics being in the certain positions, I think that is the the – What's going to fix and change a lot of things, especially, you know, when it comes to, like, high fashion designers and they say, you know, they're making clothes that could be racist and stuff like that. I think it's because a lot of the people that are are offended or the people that want that exposure or the cultures that are being misunderrepresented is not in that room to speak up. Mm-hmm. So and I I'm happy, that- too. I want to say I'm sorry to cut you. I just thought about it when you said something. For, for the Latin community, I am proud and I'm happy for them, too, because I know, you know, they've been oppressed and this is probably, like, um, the first time they had that type of representation in the Super Bowl. So I'm not taking away, I'm not being the hater of joy to for that, you know what I'm saying, for them. But I just wanted to say I wish that it was more um, Miami representation. Shakira had hometown black dancers. I seen them on there. We was there for point four seconds. So, yeah, thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. No, my, my girl Bianca, I grew up with her. She a dancer. She was with Beyonce. You know what I'm saying? But she also, and she did the Super Bowl then, but she also danced with Shakira. That's amazing. And she hometown, so. That's good, too. But, you know, as far as the black representation, we was on there for, like, less than 30 seconds of a song. So I was just looking as I'm looking at the stage with everything. I'm like, it was mostly just the Latin community. And it just, for me, it's like other people watching all over the world, I would hate for them to feel like, oh, Miami is this, City you come, it's just straight, you know, Hispanic people. And I just don't feel it was the best diverse representation. But I'm not taking anything away from, you know. And you're just saying this for, like, the future. You just would like to see some more of your culture represented. Mm -hmm. And I think that's some fun. Yes, yes, yes. Let's see. Yeah. yeah. I understand exactly what she's saying. I see both ends of the spectrum. Right. And there was some also um, controversy about jay-z and beyonce uh they were at the super bowl and um they actually sat down during the national anthem so what happened shay what were you telling me about uh so this this um video went viral because you know jay-z and beyonce can't go anywhere without people recording them because they're just you know they're bigger than life so anytime people see them they get recorded Mm -hmm. so they're at the game and someone's sitting behind them or next to them or whatever and recording them sitting down and mind you there's two other people in the frame of the video who are also sitting down who were of caucasian descent um who were sitting down um as well so it wasn't just jay-z and beyonce but it went viral um because they were like of course the conservatives came out and said how dare they not stand up for the national anthem for a country where they're able to make millions of dollars um basically and the country that you're able to be successful in how dare you not stand up for the national anthem so you had that end of the spectrum then you have some people saying oh shout out happy black history month so 
Um, it was just a lot going on. Oh yeah, happy Black History Month. Yes. And shout out fact. for Google for making that dope ad. Mm, yeah. Amazing. But um a lot. So what do you feel about them um sitting down during the national anthem? Because didn't it, they cre- or Jay Z basically alleged no, he said something about um so it's time for us to stop kneeling now. So when initially Jay Z took the deal, well, did the deal with and with the NFL, um, for him to be like the liaison for like the entertainment part of it, um, they sat down with him and they spoke with him and he basically I don't want to misquote him, but it was the gist of we need to do more actionary things. We have to move on beyond just the kneeling. That was kind of the extent of what he was saying, that we need to take more action. Like, okay, that was the protest, but we need to um, take more action after that. So, um, there. after this went viral, Colin Kaepernick took to uh, social media to him and Nessa, his girlfriend. She um, She's a radio personality and she's a host. Um, they both took to social media and basically like in their story, they had like a screen grab from the video um, where Beyonce and Jay-Z were sitting down and they were like, oh, we thought we were past kneeling. Basically like, I guess kind of shade because mind you, Colin Kaepernick wasn't a part of the deal. And that's what he's saying. He's alleging that, you know, Jay-Z didn't offer him a seat at the table and after his comment for him to sit down kind of like in a protest style and then for him to say that we're past kneeling i guess they don't understand it from their perspective like what are you trying to yeah portray so that was kind of the conversation happening today so here's my thing about black people we march and we march to death and we do actually nothing and then there's a small percentage of us that actually do something and we have everything to say about them while we're still doing nothing. And when I saw Jay-Z join the NFL's efforts, I looked at that as like a Trojan horse situation. We constantly have opportunities to change things from the inside and we don't. And he's married to a woman Together, they're worth over a billion dollars, and that's net worth. That's after they paid everybody and they paid their taxes. That's what they're worth. And they constantly don't bring up the fact that they donate a million dollars to this and a million dollars to that, and they build schools and they do all this stuff. And Jay-Z just can't, like, get that stigma of being an ex-drug dealer off of him. You feel like you can't win for losing? I can't. I feel like he can't win for losing. And here's my thing. Like, he can sit down because he's still a black man, because he still don't stand for what that national anthem stands for, because he has a black daughter and a black son, and he still has a right to believe what he believes. But if he really want to change something... He's going to put his money where his mouth is and work with the NFL from the inside to make sure that everybody's represented and everybody feels like they're not being disrespected while they at their job, making money. Well, I've seen a couple of people make some comments that because she was in charge of the halftime show and it ended up being not black people. Exactly. 
there's there's some people were saying they still not seeing what he trying to do it was it was it wasn't for us this year when beyonce was up there and she brought out the black panther movement and they put their fist up and everybody had to recognize that there was injustice that was our time now the latinos make up more of america than us let's keep it 1000 it's more latin americans in america than there are black people period so they have a right as americans like us to have representation too and we are upset that there weren't more than just j-lo and shakira there i agree there was lots more people they could have put on that stage to represent miami as far as music but if we're going to talk about representing latin people they did that this one was for them and that's just kind of probably my opinion how jay-z might have been looking at that interesting I agree, and I definitely think that, you know, the perspective of, like, I understand people are saying Jay-Z's in control of this and Jay-Z's in control of that, but it's just, like, kind of how when people are coming at Obama, there's other people you still have to talk to and still have to bring decisions to and still get an agreement to. So, yes, we can want change all we want, but it's going to be at the pro- the progress of what is allowed within that corporation, you know? And I feel like... Before we blame him for doing nothing, like, can we give him a chance? Can we give him some time? Sheesh. Like, that's how I feel. Like, even with Obama, like, people didn't kept saying he was a bad president. But it's like, do you understand the back end work of the little change that he got to? Like, the little change that he was able to have? eight years to even halfway clean up what Bush did. So And, okay, after this person, God knows how long it's going to take. But Hmm. I just personally feel like before you point the fingers at people this is how i like to live my own personal life before i talk about who's doing what why don't i stand up and do something so i just personally feel like give the man a chance like give them a chance and i I feel like that's why i've been quiet about it on social media because the thing about it i'm an action person if you know me i don't give a damn you could talk to your faces blue unless i see action i don't give a fuck to be honest like so at the end of the day I'm not just going to talk until I see something that really got got me with my antennas up. Like, okay, something's wrong. Um, I still feel like it's fresh that I cannot have an, a full opinion about anything at this point. Um, it was just interesting seeing the conversation on social media because some people really just like Jay-Z and Beyonce are capitalists. They put the dog before everything else. <laughs> And then others were saying it's Black History Month. Shout out to them. And then others was on Cap- Kaepernick's side like he's a hypocrite. So it was interesting seeing the different dynamics and everyone's opinions. True. And wasn't Kaepernick still getting paid by the NFL, though, through, like, the whole thing with I'm the not kneeling? sure, to be honest. I'm not sure about the details of it. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm not saying he's wrong. I'm just wanting to understand, like, you know, because I, I don't know. We'll see what they do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to be, we'll to be continued. Yeah. Well, speaking of CEOs, um, Diddy uh, was a controversial topic this week. Mace, former bad boy recording artist, took to social media and basically just went in about, um, you know, Diddy actually did this acceptance speech for winning an icon award and basically he was like you know as far as being 
black excellence. Like he likes to speak on black excellence and all this type of stuff. But hold up. What about my money? You know what I'm saying? That you've been jugging me for all these you years. Know from dead one. <laughs> and um he said something about he had 20k in publishing and he he offered Diddy and he said he wanted to make said he wants to get to a point where he was financially like good and everything like that. So it wouldn't seem that he was coming from a bitter um point of view, but he offered Diddy 2 million to get his publishing back and Diddy basically said, "No, you got to pay me what the Caucasians excuse me, the Europeans want." For it, or you could wait until you're 50 years old to get your publishing back. So he was just basically saying on, under his post, like, you know, you're preaching all this black excellence and we don't want to be slaves to labels and everything, but you're doing it to your own people. Hmm. And a lot of blogs and uh, social media basically went crazy about this topic. How did you guys feel about that? It's been a it's been a um a running topic about Diddy and his business practices from I was six damn years old in the nineties when Bad Boy was popping like the shiny suits the everybody wanted to be on Bad Boy and slowly but surely you would hear these little stories about Diddy and how he did this and then next thing you know you see an artist you don't see them anymore then next thing you know you see them it's like what happened to them. And it's just it's just been one of those things in the industry where it's like there's so much of a level of respect for Diddy that people feel like they don't want to step on any toes and mention certain things about him because he's done so many things in the industry. And he's like a black man who's like a millionaire, close to billionaire status. And it's like he has this level of success that other people want. And what I notice is that when you're at a certain stature, sometimes people tend to not want to address certain situations. Right. Um, Like I said, Mace is not the only artist who has come out about Diddy with certain things like Dirty Money, Kalina. Sherry Dennis. Yeah. Black Rob. Loon. G-Dep. Shine. The Did you remember when Jada Kiss (laughs) threatened to drop a refrigerator on Diddy's (laughs) head? Oh, oh one of the radio stations he said, Y'all Yo, better give us back our then you better give us back our publishing before I drop this refrigerator <laughs> off this man. Oh, I forgot oh, about that. The locks was not playing. And I'm just like, it's just been little things. And as much as I respect Diddy for what he's done in the industry, it's just a lot of things that just cannot be explained. Like he, I feel like he's gonna have to address it at some point. Yeah. Did he even respond to that? No, he did no. not. He's the master of not responding, though. And that's one of the things that I think bothers me and a lot of other people that do want to continue to support him. It's like, you do have to address what you stand for, even if other people don't agree with what you stand for. Like, you cannot play both sides forever. And so it's cool for us to let things go because we want to, like, not hate on a black man, whatever. But then, like you said, when it gets to the point where it's like, okay, we two, we two decades in and people still can't feed their family and you out here building generational wealth for yours, it is a slap in the face to people who's supposed to be quote-unquote inspired by you. I would just personally say 
this has been an ongoing issue within you know black music and the and culture but i would just say like this means that you really need to at the end of the day it's business Yes, we all have family. We all run with love and loyalty. Yeah, we we grew up, you know, Jay-Z, Busta Rhymes, all of them. They all grew up in New York together, was rapping, saw each other come up, you know, bigging them. But at the end of the day, it's business. And I think that sometimes you can't let family and friends just justify why you're doing something or why you're signing something. And I think I, I understand uh, Mace's struggle. I love me some Mace. But I definitely feel like, you know, he could be a different man today, but back then when he didn't have nothing, you didn't have nothing, and we all try, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, you get what I'm saying? Like, the nature of the business at the time it was, as well as you can't just take for that, that's my brother. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, you are Mace, you are the rapper, and he is Diddy. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like, in a way, it, he can like blame 19. Diddy, but then you also have to think about your part. He was 19 I don't, though, I don't when he think, signed yeah. that first contract, so he was very young. Um, and I think a lot of labels and a lot of people who are in that industry, they do take advantage of the age, especially where, what's your situation you're coming out especially of. Say that. you don't have a pot to piss in. And they're offering you eighty thousand dollar deal or a million dollar deal. You, in the you gonna take that shit? Sound good. You are going to take that. I don't give a damn. On the outside looking in, a lot of people have opinions, nigga. I don't care what the hell you want to tell me. If you're broke as shit and you're a mom, you about to lose your house. Y'all have foreclosure, whatever. You coming deal. out the hood, nigga. If somebody offer you five hundred k. Off rip, you taking that yeah, deal. Yeah, but then you got to think about you got to think about how you value yourself, and then the people that you know. There's some people that you think about it. It's just like when people say with black people, oh, the reason why you know we don't see that much change is because like if something's going on in the workplace, you're gonna choose your paycheck over us trying to make a change. So I feel like in a certain extent, you have to think about this. I think it's a teaching moment for a lot of people because he's not the only person and there's people to this day that's saying like, I know Young Dolph nice. said that he'd rather be independent for his whole career than to sign to anybody because of the corruption. Mm -hmm. But I feel like back then it was worse. We all know Motown, all that. It was it was far worse. But I definitely feel like at, at some point, I do feel like Diddy should address it, but at the nature of when... I just want people to understand that never think of business as family and friendship like mm -hmm. you have to understand that it's still a business you still need to look over your contract I agree. you still need to look that's at that that's the biggest lesson i think you know that artists should but i'm take pretty sure at that time mace didn't have the money at the time to have a lawyer because you know what someone a, someone brought up the point that sometimes they don't have money for the lawyer they offer a lawyer but and then they find lawyer. out that it's their lawyer and so that's why it's biased people don't have like the money to have their own representation so it'd be a lot so of shiesty stuff going on yeah and, and so then remember with everything, you know, Mace said his side of the story, but there's always three sides to the story. Of course, so there's side, I, I don't want to just, oh, you know, he did this and it's actual factual because it's some stuff too. Because guess what? If you sitting up there accepting the jewelry and the cash advances and the car and all this type of stuff, like, but the, that adds up. What you're speaking on, though, is kind of going back to what Shay said a second ago. It, people don't educate artists so that they can keep them green. So guess what? That educate yourself. yourself. And that's true. That's the but age we're we, in. But that's the age we're in now. But then how do we not know that he knew the, the fine print? 
But at the time, he just wanted to, you know what I mean? The cars, the jewelry, the this. And then now that you don't have nothing, it's when you feel like, oh, I was I was robbed. Right. I mean, but that's something that a lot of artists have to go through at least once. True. If you listen to everybody's story, there's always like a situation that people get out of or get into another one because you learn a lot of times in this business, unfortunately, by experience. So I had a song with WAP four years ago before I had my son. And one of the things that I regret to this day is not taking the 360 deal. I had more than one offered to me and at the time I thought well why would I want to let you eat off of everything that I do blah 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 but looking back I'm not the kind of person that didn't understand the business I understood that I also could have understood how to take that situation and turn it into something else because I had people like Empress and my management around me like I knew better what to do with the 360 situation than I gave myself credit for. But again, you have to be surrounded by the right people, the right team. You have to have a strong everything. And a lot of times until you go through something like that, you don't realize, oh, this is the structure I need to make sure I'm successful. I wouldn't advise nobody to take a 360 deal, though, but that's just mean because I just feel like that's just artist slavery to like, you know, you should at least be able to go on tour and get you. That's you performing. So I want to say... Go grab a deal where they're going to take a percentage of everything. So if you can create the right structure, that in, that Nipsey mentality of I have ownership of my situation. I'm mm. in business, like you said, with people that I know I can be in business with long term. If you can have a budget that you create for yourself that can be like self-sustained, then I'm with you on that. I'm with being independent and doing it masterpiece style. But you have a lot of people out here basically paying to do music or risking like everything. You see a lot of these young dudes, they go into jail before they really pop. They getting killed before they really pop or just anything like that. Because Even with the girls too, getting bad situations with the wrong dude before they pop because everyone's trying to get the budget make together it. and make it when really, you know what I mean? It's a structure situation, having the right deal structure all the way No down. yes men. No yes men. For sure, for sure. But going on because we have a few more topics and I just want to Shout out. Fresh has got the juice because hey, it's popping. You feel me? Try the that juice bar. <laughs> yes. Shout out to Fresha. You know, I'm on this juice right now and I'm feeling good. I'm also on this bamboo. Hey. Yeah, feel me? Shout out to the sponsors. But um, yeah, the last few topics that I want to wrap up real quick. Uh this morning I woke up <laughs> and I saw Damn, Megan the Stallion. So I panicked because, you know, a lot of crazy shit been going on recently. And so I'm like, what happened to Megan the Stallion? I see she's trending with G Easy. Hey. It's it <laughs> like romantically? I'm sorry, I'm late. Honestly, oh, okay. it is the most random That's the most random like combination ah. I've ever seen In trending on my timeline ever. Like, mind you. I'm just going to shout out myself like before, <laughs> before shout people, you know, I'm probably one of the few black people who actually fucked with G-Eazy's music. And I'm going to be real. I fuck with the old G-Eazy music more than the new G-Eazy music. But that's another topic. Um, So when I see Megan Thee Stallion and G-Eazy, I said, how is this even in the same room or lane, much less on my timeline? So <laughs> I'm like, I go and I see this video and I see G Easy kissing on Megan's cheek. And I'm like, oh, morning, morning kissing the cheek. They like on the couch, like, you know, vibed up real extra cozy. 
and um i wonder if they was on that bamboo <laughs> and in the background um he was playing roddy rich song and and in the background no oh. it was saying you don't gotta deal with these niggas no more <laughs> that's the part that sent me to the moon <laughs> that, that shot me to the <laughs> I'm like oh Black History Month, the disrespect. But Listen. the the funny thing is, I think it was just one of those drunk college nights because his girlfriend did um post a meme or like a gif of her laughing. Well, if and that's I think, still his girlfriend. No, I think it is. I think, I think so. But um. <laughs> I think it was just all fun, uh, you know. Uh, she people, did a video too. When people get about. tipsy, you know. She, she did a video too. <laughs> College girls' night, and you know, was saying something, you know, slick about the situation. She was playing well. Megan Thee Stallion in the background. No, no, no. no. It was uh, the Thought Box remix, mm-hmm. and it was this specific part, and I was like, "Ooh, shade." Talking about fucking on the Thought Box, you know. And so I'm like, oh yeah, we we see the shade. So I don't know, but I, it could be a publicity, sir. It could be just, oh, I'm chilling, I'm vibed up. You know, let's get us give them something to talk about. But here's the thing: if you're a female and God forbid you take a picture with a man, that means you smashing them automatically. You can't friendly flirt. So I would like to say instead of seeing her get dragged, baby. Keep some of your business off the time. Yeah, that's what I I think she should do. Yeah, because especially when you're in the studio as a female artist, like people always think it's like a boot up situation. So she kind of knows better at this point. I think it. Yeah, I think at this point it's just to keep the visuals off of social media because I don't disagree that she should be able to do what she wants. She's grown, but at the end of the day, it's like twenty four. Us women don't have that luxury. We don't. No. As much as we'd like to, society will never live, let us live down that we're a woman in the industry or yes. we're a if woman a guy anywhere does it, they and we're a dealing boss. with several men. If a woman does she cares, it, though. she's a hoe. I don't think she cares. And that's how you're perceived. I think she's on her like unapologetic, you know, Rihanna stuff. I don't think she cares. No, I get it, but you don't want a man to just come and think that's what it's going to be. True. Like, no, it's not every nigga I'm going to I think play. the funniest like, thing was the jokes right. that came out of it. And one in particular was like with um, Patrick Starr with the chocolate all over his face, talking about that was G Easy when he sucked off all her foundation. Dead. I definitely think. <laughs> I definitely I, think I, that I it was about. Oh, she wasn't riding. The, she wasn't driving the boat. She was driving the Amistad. You know what? Bye. You know, I would say that podcaster is it could a one. They will turn any situation into, into a joke. stand-up comedy. And yeah, I mean that's very true. I mean, honestly, <laughs> wait, she drove the Amistad. <laughs> What's true? You know, we could end the podcast here because <laughs> I cannot. Okay, girl, I cannot. What is true? But I no, I just think that um, Megan, live your life, girl. I get it. It was just it threw me off because I wouldn't expect. A Megan, the Stallion, With and G Easy. Yeah. Like I would That's never expect that. Like that I, was some really I what don't if that was like think, a music video. I don't think. <laughs> and he posted her. Oh, but the the black men. There were a lot of mad black men. Oh on my timeline. yes. Oh yes. <laughs> I just Definitely. find it. I just find it extremely funny. Well, when I think right now what's happening is it's like a whole women empowerment wave, but specifically. Specifically, <laughs> black men are pissed because I think a lot of guys probably feel like we have drugged them to death and beyond for dating white women. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then now a lot of black women are 
like life partnering, like having mixed children with, you know, like, but you know, it's so crazy. It's the reverse now. Is that someone brought up the point that the same men who were coming for Megan Thee Stallion about G Easy are the same men who go on Twitter and talk about her nose and her black features. Oh, yeah. Like, do you know how much, how much black men I've seen go on the timeline and speak about Megan's Or speech, degrade her. Megan's nose. She's, like, I guess because she's tall, that's why they call her Stallion. They, they like, oh, they make Stallion's names of her carrying horse. the man. Like, I'm just like, okay. You can't win. The same you men who don't me. want you or make fun of your features are the ones who get up and be like, oh, so Megan, that's what you're doing? You them. didn't want me. Right. So now Aww. that somebody's paying me some attention, it's a problem. But come on, Easy. She got too much ass for G Easy. He ain't gonna know what I, I think it's. I don't. I don't think it's what as serious know? as people making it. What you know, G Easy can handle him. What he can. Oh, you know, he from the Bay now. He from the Bay. <laughs> okay. He got. Uh, yeah. They showed a picture of him in his prom date. G Easy like black women now. That ain't never been a secret. <laughs> and he mm. had a, a nice little chocolate thing to prom. So. That ain't never been a secret. G Easy like him some black women. Y'all sleep. <laughs> I bet. But <laughs> who don't like them some black women? Right. I mean, let's yeah. just brag on us, okay? We, we are very yes. likable. Right, right. But, you know, all the men don't appreciate us. And, for instance, like, uh, also saw Trend today about Money Baggio. You know, oh, he's God. been Yikes. dating Ari Fletcher right now. And they happen to get into it in Miami. And um, allegedly she punched him or slapped him and he ends up snatching her wig off her head. So you see why we're going to the white men now? Because wait, we're taking an argument wait, these wait, days. Wait, wait, and hold on, wait, 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 bring, bring it back, bring it back, bring it back two <laughs> seconds because you started that statement where she punched or slapped him. <laughs> and I will say my brother, uh, my big bro, shout out to him, will ride to the death of me, but he always said, Afterwards, I'm gonna let you know if you put your if you hit a man first, human reaction. Mm-hmm. After I get done taking care of him, I'm finna come remind you that that was out of pocket because you can't just put your hands on a man ever and, and expect. expect for him to just be like non-reactive. Like some men have not gotten to that space. Period. Mm-hmm. I think that's like crazy for us to put it all on money back, but at the same time, we don't we don't. Give them accountability enough. Like, it's not okay for you to hit a girl. And you can't snatch somebody's wig off in Yeah, public. you can't You're go around Javante Davidson people. Yeah. I mean, like... You can really... <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was good. I'm, because, I'm uh, shout out to Arrogant Tay. Yeah. yeah. Ari's wigs be laced to the gods. Yeah. <laughs> so we know when that was good. They said her on. wig was snatched off. Um... I saw a small video where, you know, she was walking back to the car, but I, I didn't actually... I didn't actually see... Well, I heard some of the backstory was that A1 from um, Love and Hip Hop, he was there and he was literally trying to get them both into the car. And that's why you see the car just drive off. They even left some of their friends because there were two friends that I guess one of the blogs, shout out to Neighborhood Talk. um, He posted that two of the friends got left behind um, in the situation. So it's literally they were just trying to get out of there. But I'm just like... They someone someone put her. on the timeline, they, they didn't even make it three weeks. 
But I mean, then again, we don't know if they're gonna break up after they this. They probably didn't even mean for it to go that far. Like yeah, for your friends to saying. put you in the car and say, Hey, y'all get out of here. That's something that just probably started petty, got out of control, and it was just like a very visible weekend for some stupid with liquor involved. Yeah. Other bitches. Right. Come on, guys. Y'all gotta be more careful. You know, just like we saw Gervant what how do you pronounce it? Gervonte Davis. Um He's in hot water for grabbing up his baby mom in public. I'm not sure. And that was in Miami. I think that was like a celebrity basketball game or something. Yeah, Yeah, he comes up to her. He pretty much jacks her up in front of everybody. And we know this is an era now with camera phones. Like, so you can't get away with doing anything. And, you know, I don't know what happened before, but it's video and footage of him now just um, basically snatching her up. And taking her out of the game, so it's like, yo, y'all got to be more careful. Like, and we out also here. have to handle issues different. Like, that's crazy. Y'all are high profile, you know, and even you're a boxer. <sighs> your hands right, can be a felony be, for you. Somebody whole made the point that it's like, okay, if you are comfortable doing that in public, what do mm. you do at home, bro? Like you seriously, because that know. that was kind of rough, kind of hard for me to watch a little bit. I was just like, "Yo, this is this is a lot." And then people were just bringing up the point, like, "Yo, if this what you're doing here, what goes on at home? Like, what happened after this?" Yeah, I think so. these both these points was just a moment to reflect as like a young woman, and just like in hopes that other women think of the same thing you just have to value yourself a little bit more and you have to not make these situations okay you know what i'm saying i'm not saying that you know you can't make up with your significant other but i just hope that they are not allowing this stuff to continuously go down or to feel like this is all that they're worth um especially for like ari i understand like you know i feel like she's striving to get love too you know she has a child and i want to know she wants to be loved and she wants to have a family but i feel like never make that so like you're cherishing that so much that you allow yourself to just take anything Mm -hmm. and i just feel like that's important especially for the young girls that watch these young women i'm not saying that they you you should grow up idolizing people but i definitely think that just being a strong black woman and you know trying to get through this world that you definitely shouldn't just take anything like you don't deserve anything i don't I don't care if you hitting people. I don't care if you the most ghettoest thing from the block. I just feel like you deserve some type of respect just being a human, you know? Mm-hmm. So I hope that these women are not settling for this behavior. Because you know the cool thing about Ari? She's a boss. Before she ever met G Herbo, she was that girl in her city. She had her own company. She'd been selling extensions for like ever. And she was like a made millionaire when she met her baby's father. And, and they I, never mentioned that. And part. they never mm-hmm. mentioned that she was an entrepreneur before she got involved with any of these people. Right. So I think it's important to really understand that, like like you said, remember like what it was to begin with. You were on social media, 100,000 followers plus, before we ever knew about you being with a rapper of any kind. Exactly. Yeah, and you have to... Um, just be careful, dog, and just be mindful because now... Once you get a little popularity, everything hits social media. Like, you know, I think the best thing, and she's another one that she also gets a lot of backlash for who she's dating and all that type of stuff. It's like once you get out there, everybody has opinion. You're on Front Street. Everybody yeah. can see you. So I just hope that, you know, they govern yourself re- 
uh, accordingly and don't just be quick to say, oh, relationship goals and all this and stay out of people's business. Because also, you know, we've been covering what's been going down with um, A.B. And just last night he was in live um, with his baby mama who he's been pretty much, you know, dragging for the last few weeks. And everybody has their opinion about their situation and guess what you could be all pressed about celebrities business and all that at the end of the day but they're human just like anybody else and you know they can they can possibly end back up with the person they was just cussing out and then you can look crazy because you sitting up here saying oh don't be with him and they don't need to do this and just like how your our friends do it all the time. Oh, I'm not talking to him no more, girl. It's done. He did this, that, mm-hmm. and be right back with him. Once them, they so. hit that phone, sis, <laughs> <laughs> there you they know, go. So <laughs> it's just like, come on, we stay stay out of these people' business because when they get back together, you're just gonna look crazy anyway. But um, I have a cheers to success in order. Sponsored by official Bel Air, and I, yeah, and I just want to say shout out to the Kansas City Chiefs for winning the Super Bowl. You know, the whole time I thought it was Super Bowl Live, but it's Super Bowl. What um number was it? I don't Don't worry about it. Listen, I'm not up on my Roman numerals, guy. Yeah, 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 but. Shout out to the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, you know, they were the underdogs of the situation and they were down and out and they came back and they pulled out the win and this is the first Super Bowl that they won um in 50 years. Yep. Oh, wow. And um honorable mention That's to Patrick Mahomes. Yes, because he was MVP of the game, and he should have been because mm-hmm. I I was informed afterwards, or I you know I learned afterwards that not only was he the MVP on the field, but in my opinion, off the field because he had an actual death. His sister passed, and he still came and performed like the true champ that he is, and I think it was well deserved. That's awesome that he channeled his energy like that into. The field because I mean other people would have folded I know I would have folded but <laughs> but to lose your sister and then go and play for your team not only to represent this city but to to just he, I guess he really didn't want to let anyone down and himself so he really went out there and played and they had an incredible game and that's awesome so shout out to the Kansas City Chiefs Yay. and I googled LIV is uh, 54, so this is Super Super Bowl 54. 54, yes. yes. Not, I was like, what? Super Bowl live? It's lit. Wow. Wow. I was today years old when I found out that it was 54. I think it threw it off because all the signs in the city, and you think live had something to do with it. Live. You feel me? So, yeah. It was the 100 year anniversary for the NFL. Okay. 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 Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. So, cheers to success to the Chiefs for beating the 49ers. Um, I know. Colin I, I, Kaepernick's old team. Yeah, I, 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 
I had no, I, I really was like going for the Chiefs because I felt like I, they had they won They were the 50. underdogs. Yeah. yeah, and it's like 49ers, they've been good for so long. So it's just good to see the new <laughs> energy, you know. Also, the, uh, the other football player, Travis Kelsey, I've been following him for a minute because, you know, he mm-hmm. dates that girl. She's like a, a like a um, media personality. Mm-hmm. What's her name? Kayla Nicole. Yeah. She is so gorgeous. She's a so beautiful girl. Mm, yes. I'm just here for them. Yes, so I, I, I was biased <laughs> for Kansas City for that. So shout out to Travis Kelsey and um, <laughs> Kayla Nicole. They're dope. They're, They're dope super couple. cute. True, true, true. Well, we appreciate you guys for tuning in this week. And make sure you follow me at Empress Raw. Follow Shay. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter, Shay underscore Bay 89. And you can follow me on Instagram at Kai, K-A-I dot Kai with four eyes at the end. And my IG is Zoe underscore Clark. Zoe with a Y, Clark with the E. For sure. And make sure you check out Straight raw.com and follow the page is straight raw on twitter and instagram shout out again to our sponsors official bel-air and bamboo for getting the vibes right shout out to young fresher and fresh's juice bar you know that juice y'all gotta come check them out right here in north miami and shout out to much north miami beach oh excuse me and (laughs) shout out to nmb you know that's my hood so you know i had to correct her you know no no shade to in the video hold on And shout out to Munch, you feel me? Make sure y'all check out Trapping Ain't Dead podcast as well. You feel me? That's my bread at them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll be back next week. Much love to everybody that tunes in. Make sure you check us out on all streaming platforms to hear this. Wilhelmina's World. Yes, we we bike. You feel me? So get ready. Get ready. Much love and thank you for listening. Until next time, we out. Yeah.